Welcome to Meet the Musician with Lindsay Sterling at the Apple Store Kaverson Dam and your guest moderator for tonight, Johnny Hoysler. <laughs> All right. As you know, as you know, we have a very special evening tonight. We're going to meet the musician, Lindsay Sterling. But before we meet her, yes, let's hear it. Let's hear it again. Before we meet her, let's have a, let's have a short look at her career so far. trained violinist and then uh, I started to kind of lose interest and so I needed to make it fun again for myself and I thought well what do I love I love dance music I'm gonna try to combine violin which I love with dance music Absolutely shocked. My mind was blown. Um, 
but I think crystallized was my biggest break, I guess. It was the first time I realized, like, wow, this is gonna work. just doing things on YouTube you see these huge numbers you know like I mean I just passed up 200 million views which is crazy that 200 million people have watched something I've done but um, when you're looking at it online it's just numbers and then when I come on tour it's amazing to realize for the first time you see faces you meet people you see them in the audience and they're looking at you and smiling and you're like wow every number online is a face every number is a person and so i'm so grateful that i got to come on tour because it turned those numbers into people for me ladies and gentlemen let's hear it for Lindsay Sterling. Ah! Hey, guys! Hey. hey! How are you? I watched you, you know, um, talking to fans beforehand, before the event. You're always so friendly and you have so much time for, for your fans. Of course. I mean, I, you guys are more than fans to me. I mean, I really feel like you're a part of my, my family. I mean, really, it's you guys that, I, I mean it. I mean, because it's, um, it's every person in this room, you guys are the ones that literally made my dreams come true. I mean, I, I'm a dancing violinist. I'd have never, yeah, I never thought that, that was possible to turn that into a living. And because of you guys, I did. <laughs> Yeah, and there's, uh, there's more than you guys, because the last time I checked, was, which was about two hours ago, I think, <laughs> it was 4.5 million subscribers to your YouTube channel. Yeah. It was more than 600 million views of all the videos, and Crystallize alone has more than 90 million views now. I mean, there's 82 million people living in Germany. Oh, wow. So some <laughs> of them have seen it twice. Um, <laughs> Y you know, how, how can you deal with that? And can you walk the streets without everyone wanting to take a selfie with you? Um, you gotta love the selfies. Um, you know, <laughs> it's funny. It sometimes feels very unreal because those are such big numbers and mm -hmm. it's hard to put that into perspective of that they are people. But um, like I said, that's why I love touring because I get to see the people behind those. You know, suddenly it's not just a click, it's a, it's a human that, and it's a person with dreams and passions of their own. And to think that through the internet you can connect with people all across the world, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. So um, has there been any time when you were a fan of some <coughs> musician, artist, whatever, and you were talking to her or him asking for an autograph? Oh, goodness. Um, Let's see, probably, uh, well, I didn't ask him for an autograph. I was too shy. But I, I had a super fangirl moment when I met um, Michael Buble. <laughs> Be still my heart. Oh, my goodness. 
<laughs> but you didn't dare to ask him for an autograph. I didn't ask him for an autograph. I was too shy. Oh, <laughs> you're going to get one. I'm yes. pretty sure. Next time I run into him, I'll make sure. Does it, I mean, how do you, you know, is there any kind of secret to building such a huge online community? I mean, a lot of people try it, but they don't succeed. There's, there's others who succeed. But, but what did it take from your point of view nowadays to build such a huge social media community? How many people did help you? Uh, what kind of people did you need to build up to all that? Yeah, um, you know, when I first discovered this YouTube platform, I was so excited that finally there was a way that I could put my music out there without having to wait for someone mm -hmm. to tell me I was good enough. Um, and so I studied a ton and I learned everything I could about it. And yeah, there's definitely a formula to success online. Um, you know, things like I did a lot of, um, in the beginning especially, I did a lot of collaborations, as many as I could mm -hmm. do, because it would share the audience of other people. And YouTube is the best place for that, because everyone knows that the way they grow is, is it's a community where people love to share. Mm -hmm. And so it's pretty cool, and you become a part of this little YouTube family network. Um, as well as uh, doing covers. I, you know, I would do original music, but I would also do popular covers that were searchable. and um, you know, uh, building up your Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, just b basically trying to build every platform simultaneously is probably the best way. But there's, there's lots of little things. So when do you still take the time to play and dance? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, along with making all the videos and, you know, and, tra and traveling for different shows and whatnot, it is hard to find time to, to practice my craft as, as, as much as I wish I could, so I have to make it like a priority. I have to set time aside just for practicing, mm -hmm. otherwise it just won't happen. But you still do answer, I'm, I'm, I mean, I saw on YouTube you still do answer comments yourself. Yeah. Um, so there's no, you know, record company representative doing it for you or any <laughs> no. PR agency or something. So is that, th th why is that so important for you? Well, it's very important for me just because I've always had that connection with my mm -hmm. fans. And I think that's one of the keys to why I was able to succeed is because there was no middleman blocking me. You know, oh, she's a she's a star and you're the fan. No, it's it's a direct relationship, you know, where I love to hear their, you know, your guys' feedback. I love to hear what you like and what you don't like and what touches you and, um, you know, what you're going through. And I love to be able to be a part of it with you guys. It's no fun to succeed by yourself. You know, it's it's only worth it if you can bring people on the journey with you, and that's how I feel about my relationship with you know with everyone in this room. <laughs> oh. It's true. Can you actually remember the first things you did on YouTube when you first discovered it, and and the first videos you watched? Was there any any special, mm. you know, YouTube uh, video that made you think hmm, I should do that? Actually, it was, uh, I, I think the first YouTuber that mm -hmm. I ever started to like follow was um, Tyler Ward. How many of you guys out there know Tyler Ward? <laughs> Especially the ladies all probably know Tyler Ward. He's quite the charmer. Um, but I saw his videos and I didn't even have a channel yet. And I sent him a message and was like, hey, I'm a violinist and I would love to play with you. And I was just shocked that he never wrote me back. <laughs> I was just was like, hey, what the heck? Who does this guy think he is? Um, and then I learned more about YouTube and realized, oh, he gets hundreds of messages every day, I'm sure. And so I didn't take it personally. <laughs> 
So if, if you write to Lindsay and she doesn't answer immediately, don't worry. Don't be offended. <laughs> I try my best. I was going to talk about uh, Devin Graham as well. He did yes. a lot of videos for you. Yes, um, Devin Graham changed my life. He's the one that kind of introduced me to this whole mm -hmm. YouTube world. He offered to do a free music video for me, and I didn't know him. And I was just like, oh, sure, of course. Like, I'm a struggling musician. Yes, you can. And his only, you know, ask was that he put on his YouTube channel. And it was amazing to see as soon as he put this video on his YouTube channel, my music started to sell. And it just clicked in my head. I was like, this is, it was so clear. This is the way that I'm going to do it. And he taught me so much about YouTube and did so many videos with me and for me. So I owe a lot to Devin Graham. And if you haven't done it yet, uh, please check out his stuff as yes, well. Because he's doing great stuff. He has an amazing channel, Devin Super Tramp, where he films. He could make a chess game look epic. He's uh, incredible. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's doing it, it. It seems that he's doing it all by himself. When you were working together, was, was that like a very small team? Or did he have the whole production team with him? You know, it's, it's amazing how things have changed. When Devin and I met, and when that whole first year, when we were both building our little channels, and we were both growing, um, we were one-man teams. Like, you know, we'd help each other out, but we both were working on our own. Um, now, however, it's, uh, you know, as our channels and careers have both, you know, really gone, you know, somewhere, um, he now has a whole team, a whole brand that he runs, and, you know, he's extremely successful with this whole huge team of people, and, you know, and I as well have been fortunate enough to get a, pe you know, group around me to help me with all the stuff that I can't handle. So, um, d d of course, I watched a lot of uh, clips from you on your own channel, but also interview stuff. You know, I also watched America's Got Talent, of oh, course. Oh, my well shining moment. Uh, I was there a little well star. Well, I have one more question for that, but, but uh, before we turn to that, um, <laughs> I was really deeply impressed by you being from the... It's, it seemed to me that from the very first moment on, you seemed very self-confident. Um, you seemed very happy, always like, you know, glowing and smiling at people. Have you always wanted to become a star? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the honest answer is from the time I was a little kid, I was making plays and like selling tickets to the neighbors, like come to see my play, um, you know, and getting all the other neighborhood kids to be involved in my talent shows and like, so yes. <laughs> so you always wanted to be on stage, you always wanted to be, you know, to, to make people listen to your music, look at, um, at, at your dance, and then there's Piers Morgan telling <laughs> you, you're not good enough to be flying through the air and playing the violin, trying to play the violin at the same time. That was uh, at America's Got Talent. Yes. Did that hurt? It hurt so bad. I don't think I can express how much that hurt. That was my, America's Got Talent was really my first time as a soloist trying this dancing violin thing and putting myself out there. And I think I just built it up so much in my head. I had this idea that it was my make or break moment. This was my chance and it wasn't gonna come again and this was gonna be the best night of my life. And so standing on stage that night as he said those things to me, it just took everything inside of me not to burst into tears. Um, and even afterwards, it took me a while to recover. And luckily, I have very supportive friends and family that encouraged me. Um, and after kind of taking a little step back and a little break, um, I decided I wasn't ready to give up yet. And I was like, I love this. I know I can do it. And 
I'm not ready to give up yet. And I, it took a lot of courage to step on a stage that next time, just um, overcoming, like, my most recent memory of being on stage was pretty humiliating. Um, but uh, I just decided, I was like, well, I'm going to take what he said, and I'm going to make sure I just get better. I don't want anyone to ever say that to me again. And rather than quit, I'm going to get better. It's not going to happen. Nobody's ever going to say it again. <laughs> um. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I think that everybody who's watching those shows that are worldwide uh, known, you know, something like America's Got Talent, I think that all the time some, somebody gets bad words from the jury, you know, I no matter if I liked the artist or not, I always feel with them because it seems so hard. Would you recommend young artists to take part in a show like that or would you, you know, from today looking back, would you say it's probably mm. not the best move? Uh, hmm, that's a really good question. You know, I, I think everybody has their own, their own story, their own journey to go on. YouTube is great for some artists. It's not right for others. You know, record labels or give some artists a great start. It didn't work for me. You know, everybody has their own journey. And, um, you know, that show helped me build a really thick skin is the best thing that it did for me. Mm -hmm. And it taught me, um, it taught me a lot. And it kind of gave me a lot of, a lot of motivation. So I would say, um, As long as anyone understands that those shows are not as authentic as they seem mm -hmm. and that it's not really about, it's not all about talent, it's about ratings. And so if you are prepared to go in there and realize that it's not the make or break of your life, that the make or break of your lives will continue to come and come and come. You'll have so many opportunities. You know, it, it could be a stepping stone, but is it going to make anybody? No. It might be a step, though. Okay. Um, let's talk a bit about pop culture, because... Um, You seem to be deeply rooted in modern pop culture. You know, I see, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I see cosplay elements in some of the videos. Mm -hmm. You know, you uh, play songs from video games. My sons went crazy when they heard that I'm <laughs> going to be talking to you. Oh, <gasps> <gasps> <It's> Skyrim! <laughs> <And laughs> it's true. Um, you know, uh, movies. Are you a geeky girl? I, uh, I'm definitely a geeky girl. In my, you know, everybody, I think everybody's a geek in, or a nerd in their own way. Um, yeah, I absolutely love, I think my favorite part about doing these video game covers is I love cosplay. I love to play dress up. I always have. And to get to play a character, you know, especially I played Zelda growing up. And so to mm -hmm. play a character that related to my childhood, you know, it kind of brought alive a certain part of me again. And I think that's what's fun about these games is it it connects with somebody and something they love already. So y you did a Zelda medley as well, right? I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's, what's your favorite video game characters then? Video apart from... Well, I... Um, hmm. You know, personally, my favorite game is like the Mario Brothers games. Mm. <laughs> 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 so I probably... I know she's like the wimpiest of the characters, but I mm. always wanted to be Peach. <laughs> So when you play the racing game, what's it called? Mario Kart? Mario Kart. Yeah. I'm really good at Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what other games do you play? <coughs> If you have the time. I mean, I guess uh, you must have one of those very modern tour buses, right? Where they have video games and all that on, on the bus? We do have mm -hmm. the ability to play some games on the bus. Um, but yeah, I actually don't get to play as much now mm. because usually in my bus time I'm editing videos or trying to find that practice time I was talking about. So I don't get to play as much anymore, but I really enjoy the active c 
type community games. Like I love playing Just Dance and the ones that, you know, before you know it, you're making a fool of yourself and you didn't even realize it. Those are the best kind of games. <laughs> so after video games, let's turn to Shatter Me, uh -huh. the new. It's my new, <laughs> my new album. <laughs> Yay! Um, Let's talk about it. It's the it's the um, second album after mm -hmm. the debut. Um, what's the you know? Can you already say what's the similarities, the differences to yeah. the first one? Yeah, I mean it has a very strong EDM style, similar to my first album. But I feel like my first album was kind of testing the waters. I was like, I want to try combining violin with dance music, and here's a little test. And I feel like this time I kind of pushed the limits a little bit. It's a lot more in your face um, <laughs> and up front, which I'm excited about. Um, and uh, and I think also I dug a lot deeper on this album. Like I went back to some experiences from my life. Um, and I dug into some of the harder things I've been through, not to make it you know, a sad album in any way, but I feel like to express broader emotion on every level, I feel like the victorious parts of the music are so much stronger and the lows are lower because it came from a place where I went through one to get to the other. So you need to tell us about the title as well. The title, okay. So the al I don't know if you guys have seen the artwork for the album, but it's a ballerina in the snow globe. And... Uh, the whole concept of the album is kind of based around the ballerina that spins in the music box. And she's a metaphor of how I felt at a certain time in my life. Um, you know, the, the, the little ballerina in that box, she's perfect. She's, you know, flawless and she spins endlessly in this protected sphere. But um, I thought, you know, there was a time when I felt like I had to be so perfect and I was so afraid to mess up that I realized I was just spinning. And I wasn't moving forward, and I was too afraid to step outside of that sphere of protection um, with the, the fear that I might, you know, crack my perfect porcelain self. And um, yet inside I was, like, crying out for someone to please break me free from this, this prison that I had found myself in. And so Shatter Me is about this little ballerina basically crying out for someone to shatter her world and to break her free. And finally the ballerina learns that she's the only one that can free herself. Did you feel any pressure when you, you were recording the new one? Because there was so much, you know, you had this huge success online with the record, record sales, all that. Um, and then there's work on the second one. And, uh, you know, when I was talking to artists, the first one is easy because you, you spend so much time with your music and there's, you know, you know the 10 or 12 best songs. But then you're constantly on tour, you're sitting in the tour bus, you know, your experience goes from seeing this street and that street and this <laughs> venue and that venue. <laughs> so was it harder for you to write the second one? Was it harder for you to record it? And did you feel any expectations? Yes, yes, and yes. Oh my goodness, I was so afraid like my you know I knew I had kind of a, a window of time in between one tour to the next where that was my chance to write an album and when I was coming off my last tour I was literally terrified to step into the studio again because you know last time when I wrote my first album I had I, it took me two years to write it and I took my time and nobody knew who the heck Lindsey Sterling was and so it was just this kind of freedom of like, what am I going to do? I'm going to make some violin music. And, um, and suddenly this, you know, now I have, you know, 4.5 million subscribers mm -hmm. that have said, hey, click, I want to hear more from you. And my other, al my last album, it just is still doing well in the charts. And I'm almost like, stop it, 
Stop <laughs> it. You're making the expectation too high. Stop it. Go down. Um, and so, I, yeah, I was really afraid to go in the studio again, but it's interesting because um, I just released the first single for Shatter Me, and it's called Beyond the Veil. That song was actually the first song that I wrote when I went into the studio, and when I heard it back for the first time after I wrote it, I was so excited, and I just felt this wave of hope of, like, I can do it. I can do it again. I almost felt like it was God's way of telling me, like, I didn't lead you this far to then leave you alone. Like, and I'm going to be here with you. And so I felt like I had help from somewhere else, somewhere beyond the veil to help me with this, um, this song. And it just gave me courage that I'm going to have help for the rest of it. And I really felt like I did. And uh, I would rely on that moment if ever I did get discouraged or scared again. Um, it's also, um, I think it's very remarkable that you're still working with a independent record label originally. You have in some countries, there's bigger labels taking care of your records, but um, basically you're still signed to an independent record label. Isn't it tempting to take all the, there must be huge offers from the major companies? Yeah, you know, I don't find it very tempting though, because I, I really enjoy just being able to do my music in my own way, and I, f I have complete control over the creativity. You know, I, I if I like a picture for the album art, nobody else can tell me that they don't like it. You know, it's just I get to have 100% creative control, and because that's the way I started, I can't imagine it being any other way. I think it would just kind of suffocate me. And so, um, so yeah, I quite enjoy just being a little kind of free spirit. Um. <laughs> So business-wise, you and the people you work with, do you think that um, the whole social media phenomenon is um, really um, is a completely new alternative to uh, the classical way of dealing with record labels? You know, I think that it's a very key part, even if someone is dealing with record labels, I think that, you know, now even record labels are investing tons of time mm. and energy and money into YouTube videos and into Twitter followings and, you know, boosting all the social media numbers like whether you're an independent artist or record label it's such a key part because that is how media is consumed now you know even more than television or anything else it's through the internet and um it's amazing because it, it is it possible to do it on your own as an independent artist and if you do it that way yeah it has a super slow start and it's a little discouraging at the beginning but it gives you the say and it gives you the the power to then be able to have a deal with if you want a record label you can kind of customize your deals and and make them the kind of deals you want and so it puts the power and the you know back into the artist's hands and it allows for the artist to have a direct relationship with their fans which i think is so much more fun and so important um, you're gonna have, uh, we're going to have your questions in a minute, so please prepare them in your head. Um, but uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's have a little outlook. You know, you, you've been you're doing dance beats, you're doing dubstep sounds, you, you've been called the hip-hop violinist. Um, what other sounds, what other experiments can we expect and what other artists would you want to collaborate with? Mm. Yes, I. Uh, oh, there's a lot of questions in that one. Okay. I know that's my my mistake. Sorry. <laughs> no, I got this. Okay, so on this new album, I did experiment experiment with some new sounds. I put some effects on my violin sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, even within certain songs, I would record on maybe two different violins to kind of capture different vibes and feels. So I was very sensitive to the type of sound that I was using with the violin on this album. 
Um, also, I, I did uh, work with some, I did some collaborations on this album with some featured vocalists, which I'm very excited about. Something new for me, I've never written with a vocalist before, so it was really fun to try that and to see it's like a duet between the vocalist and the violinist. Um, and then other people I would like to collaborate with, oh my goodness, I would love to work with um, Ellie Goulding, I love her. Um, Haley Williams from Paramore, um, Zed. I mean, I've got a, I could go on and on and on. I've got a list. <laughs> <laughs> you got to call them all. Okay, <laughs> I will. Okay. So let's uh, open the mic for your questions. Um, please let, let us know who wants to ask a question. Yes, let's start in the front row. There must be a reason to be in the front row. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, thank you so much for this evening. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> thank you guys. <laughs> and we were just talking about the collaborations. And um, I heard that you were singing uh, or played together with Lucy Hale from Hailstone. <gasps> I'm very happy about this because she's one of my favorite artists. Really? <laughs> yeah. She's amazing. So and she, she is, is the kindest person. She I, is I love exactly. her. I'm like, yeah. I want to be her best friend now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Right. Okay, let's be her best friend. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Um, I wanted to ask you, how was it to work with her? How did you meet her? How comes that you that you that that you work with her? Mm -hmm. And um, will you sing two on this song or only Lizzie? Yeah. Uh, let's see. On that song, Lizzie is the only one singing. I mean, I'm not going to try to go up against Lizzie Hale in a song. Uh, if you haven't heard of Lizzie Hale, sh she is incredible powerhouse. Um, but uh, yeah, I discovered her. You know, we were looking for a singer for this song, and I wanted someone that was. You know, I wanted a powerhouse girl and I wanted someone with a little bit of edginess and rocker because a lot of times in EDM music you hear these very ethereal voices with these you know beats but I've never heard a rocker chick sing with electronic music and I was like it's high time so when I you know stumbled across Lizzie's videos I got so excited and um, you know she was excited and uh, you know we now we're we've already filmed the music video <laughs> so excited about it <laughs> don't tell anyone. Yeah, don't. That's no. our secret. Yes. You won't tell anyone. It's very secret. <laughs> but um, but yeah, she's incredible. So I'm. Uh, who was next? Okay, we have one, two, three. Okay. Oh, is that you're holding? <laughs> okay, four. You're holding a phone, right? It's not uh, okay. <laughs> you're glad that we don't bid on anything here. <laughs> um, okay, should we start in the second row, please? So uh, uh, I've listened to your song tomorrow, um, this morning, um, Beyond the Veil, and I just wanted to ask you, what is the whole concept beyond, um, behind that song? Because I loved it. Oh, I thank you. I totally fell in love with it. Awesome. Well, yeah, that song was, the concept of it was just going back to that experience that I had when I was first writing for this album, and I was so scared, and I really felt like, you know, that was the first song I wrote for the album, and I felt like I really did receive kind of a lot of inspiration for it. Um, I was so scared to write again, and uh, it just taught me that sometimes you have to take a few steps into the dark before you can see the light. And so that's what that song is about, and kind of the music video represents that as well. Okay, we, uh, we go on, and I think it was the third row. Yeah. The gentleman, third from the left. <laughs> Hi, I'm interested in to know where you shot your locations. Are uh, you choose your locations for your videos? So yeah, um, a lot of times I'll decide what kind of locations I want. Sometimes I'll research them. Sometimes I, f I 
ask other people or on this last video I actually had a you know a director that helped me find some locations but it's a little bit of everything okay oh it's getting more and more and more and more now but I promised the third question over here right or is that oh okay yeah do we have a mic um, fourth but well anyway <laughs> fifth row hello hello um, <laughs> first of <laughs> all I, I want to thank you for your great videos and music because it makes me smile all the time when, oh. when I watch it. Um, <laughs> and my, my question is, um, you make so many great music videos and uh, with so different and crazy things in it. And w where do you get the ideas? Uh, do you have the idea of the music video like dancing zombies already when you write <laughs> when you write the song or is it later or have you a, a team of people who who make these ideas or a team of zombies a team, a a team, a team of zombies <laughs> <laughs> we want to be in the video <laughs> I, you know, some, it works both ways. Sometimes I think of the video idea first. For example, Shatter Me. Um, I thought of the video idea and the, actually I thought of the album artwork first. And then I thought of the video idea and then I was like, I have to write a song for this. Um, you know, and Elements was the same way. Um, Shadows was the same way. I had these fun ideas in my head. Um, other times I think of, you know, I'll, be, I'll just listen. I listen to my music a lot. And I'll sit there, and until I think of a video idea, I just listen to it and listen to it. And I'm like, I got to think of an idea fast because I'm getting so sick of this song. Um, but I do think of almost every video idea because at heart, I am such a film nerd. I went to film school, and um, that's part of my passion is bringing the music to life through visuals. So, so um, we're running out of time, and I'm, I know I'm going to be unfair, but it's always the same. One two people ask questions, then everybody wants a question. So we need to limit this to, to three quick questions, okay? I'm sorry, but oh no. um, let's, let's hear it from the girls now, okay? Too many men. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, no, the lady, lady right uh, in let's, front of let's him? stay with the, li the, lady the lady right in front of the guy. Oh, come back. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for helping. <laughs> Between the two of us. Um, First of all, I wanted to say I'm very impressed of your cosplay video game videos. Oh, thank you. And um, are, you, are there plans for different video games that you're planning? Or I have thought of a couple that I'm considering doing. What do you, you guys can yell them out. What, what games do you guys want to hear? <laughs> I have to say, I am so sorry. I, Devin Graham and I filmed and I did a whole s like Final Fantasy medley, and we filmed it, and we had these amazing costumes. But Final Fantasy will not let us post it, so I'm so sorry. Mm. I know I was a little heartbroken. It was a beautiful video, and I will never be able to show you. Lindsay, you can last last question. Your choice. Oh <laughs> no! Don't do this. <laughs> I know don't it's do unfair. this to me. Um, I'm gonna just. What uh, who was? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, right there in the front. Hi, Lindsay. So um, I think this is one of the youngest fans of you. It's Lina. She saw you on YouTube and she's always playing with her violin and she's dancing oh. and she would like to ask if it's possible, but she's too shy and she don't speak English. Um, if it's possible to come to one of your concerts or if she's too young. I 
think so. I don't know what the venue is here, but I always love it when the kids come to the shows. And yeah. usually if they have a, a parent with them, then they can come in. Yeah. Usually. I would check with the venue because sometimes they're kind of weird. But, um, <laughs> but usually kids can come. We will try. So try to come, So please. is it possible to give you the flowers? She yes. And to get an autograph for her? Yes. Oh, it's Lena? Lena. Lena. Thank you so much. These are beautiful. Yeah? Come here. Yeah, want to give a hug? Oh. Thank you for these flowers. Yes, right afterwards. I'll give her an autograph. That's a perfect picture for the end credits. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know it's, it's hard for all of you, and I know we could talk for two more hours, or three, or three and a half. Yeah, that's it. Three. <laughs> three. <laughs> three. <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks very, very much for, uh, to all of you for turning up, for being such a great audience, and thanks very much to you, Lindsay. Oh, it's thank been a great you. Evening. Thank you guys so much for coming. Yay. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much.